0: Hi there. Taiwan's vice president stopped over in the United States on his way through to Paraguay recently, eliciting a strong response from China. So what did Beijing say? And what are the consequences for the region? I'm Aaron Young. Let's get started. Now from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Hello, so a visit from one of Taiwan's top politicians to the US was always going to cause a stir in China as regional tensions remain at all time highs over the island state. That's what happened as Taiwan's Vice President William Lay touched down in New York recently. China announced an increase in the number of military drills in the region as a response to that trip. Taiwanese officials say the strategy is being used to intimidate voters in the island ahead of next year's elections as well. Here to talk more about the situation, Ticker's correspondent in Asia, Adam Hancock. This was played out to be a bit of a stopover, but clearly this was a message between the United States and Taiwan uh, about solidarity.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the, the US and Taipei, they don't actually have formal diplomatic relations, but this really is kind of a way around that. Basically, Taiwan only has a number of countries that formally recognise them, and they, you know, they have embassies and relationships with, and a few of them are in South America. So quite often, leaders from Taiwan they make the trip to South America, and they go via the US, and they basically transit for a couple of days in the United States, where they, you know, they they have some meetings, they hold some talks, um, and it's kind of a way of the the US, as you said, showing support without actually showing support. If that makes sense, it's not. It's not doing anything that's going to totally annoy Beijing, but it is making a statement that, you know, we are there with you. There's often crowds waiting uh, for the politicians when they arrive. And of course, we've seen it the other way as well. We had uh, Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan, uh, last year. and Well, I guess you know, that's my, my point,
0: if I could just jump in there, Adam, because this isn't like yeah. any normal stopover. This it would feel to Beijing like an escalation in the, the close relationship between Taiwan and the United States after so many political leaders from the US have headed to Taiwan, defiant against China's uh, wants or beliefs or frustrations that they've put out. Um, and now to see William Lai actually heading to New York, that's a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, he's the vice president. He's the favorite to be the next president in Taiwan. And he's someone that Beijing, they don't like. They've been watching him very closely and making quite a lot of comments on him uh, because, you know, he has spoken in the past about independence for Taiwan. Uh, so this, this particular trip, he's going to stop in New York now, and I think on the way back, he's planning to stop in San Francisco, is going to be watched really closely because if this is the man who's going to take the presidency in Taiwan in the elections in January, they want to see what he's like on the world stage. They want to see how he's communicating with U.S. officials, what, what, what he says in the United States. Does he feel more empowered to speak more openly? Uh, when he's there and, and also what is his relationship going to be like with Beijing compared to the current president of Taiwan, who is a little bit more kind of low-tempered, I would say. You know, she's a little bit more toes to party line, as it were. So it's, it's definitely a bit of an escalation, um, these kind of stopovers. And the more that they're happening and the more that uh, these situations are flaring up, the more annoyed Beijing gets.
0: Yeah. And also the message from William Lai has been, if Taiwan is safe, then the world is safe and we will stand up to authoritarian aggression as well. That kind of feels like the line that we're hearing from Washington too. If Taiwan's safe, the world is safe in the face of uh, China's totalitarian authoritarianism, as some might put it. Um, William Lai, you talk about how he is uh, essentially the vice president. We're used to really seeing the president uh, of Taiwan, speak out uh, a bit more candidly, uh, or sorry, be on the world stage. But William Lai, um, talk to us about who he is.
1: Uh, Yeah, so he's he's set to be the man really to take charge. He was educated at Harvard. He's uh, made some fairly critical comments of Beijing in the past, seemingly very pro-independence. He's toned down a little bit since he's come into the front running, really, for the presidency in Taiwan. Um, I think he knows full well that when, you know, when you become the Taiwan president, there's a lot of pressure on you and you're watched very closely. And, you you know, you can act a little bit more openly when you're running for presidency or when you're sort of a lower ranking politician. But once you're in that top job, you've got a very difficult balancing act to take on. So it's not a, it's not a gimme, by the way, that he's going to he's going to take the presidency. It's quite a complex an intense process um, to get to, to be the Taiwan president. And I think over the next few months, there's going to be a couple of changes. But one thing to watch will be if, you know, we are expecting some kind of Chinese military drills to happen around Taiwan. They always happen when, when these visits take place, basically. But how hard will Beijing go? Because on the one hand, they almost want to intimidate the voters ahead of the election and say, look, if this guy gets in, he's bringing war to your country, and it's going to be a lot worse than what's happening right now. But on the other hand, they don't want to push people too far because there's still a chance that the more moderate uh, party and the candidate they put forward could get success in the Taiwan elections. But if they go too far with the drills and they're too intimidating, too over the top, they might push people to vote, really, for someone like William Lai, who is a lot more pro Taiwan independence. So I think watching what Beijing do in the coming days and how they uh, handle this situation is going to be going to be very interesting.
0: Very much so. Remembering Beijing has never said that they won't use force to bring Taiwan under its control. William Lai on the other side, as the vice president of Taiwan uh, says, describes himself as a practical worker for Taiwan's independence. That is a red line for Beijing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that that kind of comment will not go down well uh, with Beijing at all. Remember, Beijing views Taiwan as its own. The ultimate goal, really. A lot of people think that you know President Xi wants in his legacy that he will reunite China and Taiwan. A lot of the signs are pointing in the direction of some kind of Chinese action in the future, maybe even in the near future. Uh, so comments like this from from lawmakers and potential future presidents they don't go down well um, with Beijing. they they don't like William Lai. they don't want him to become president. Uh, he's a problem for them, and um, you know going to the United States twice, you know if he's going to go there on the way there and the way back mm. that's not going to go down well with the with the with the Chinese government.
0: talk to us about the elections next year. What are we expecting?
1: Uh, we're expecting a pretty close race, to be honest. Um, it's crucial. It's it's always crucial, really, the, the Taiwan election campaigns. Uh, but this year is going to be even more intense. Uh, we've had a couple of years now of President Tsai, who, as you said, has been a little bit more towing the line, a little bit more diplomatic. Uh, But wasn't afraid to also rock the boat, obviously, welcoming Nancy Pelosi uh, to make that visit to Taiwan last year. We also, uh, she met with Kevin McCarthy in the United States. So she's certainly not averse to upsetting things with with Beijing. But I think this one's going to be probably the most closely watched election by Beijing. Uh, You know, we've got William Lai, who, as we've talked about, very pro-independence, somebody who could get a very nationalist attitude going in Taiwan. And then you've got the more kind of moderate parties, of which there are a number, um, who would be a little bit more towards the center. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really the campaigning kind of swings into action in the coming months now. Um, and then it, we're expecting the election to take place in January next year.
0: How widely publicized was this trip by William Lai? Was it meant to be something that he was making a statement about Chinese authoritarianism and Taiwan standing up to it? Or is this something that essentially leaked out of a meeting? I know that he was attending a lunch in New York when he made these statements.
1: Yeah no they they're not afraid really to to make these things public it was well known like early early last week it was kind of scheduled in that this was going to happen uh Beijing talked about it in the build up to the visit taking place uh you know basically saying that this is another sign of the United States supporting Taiwan but they're not afraid both sides really the United States they don't cover it up there's always media um i think we've seen pictures of the crowds gathered at the airports uh, when william Lai arrived so it's not something that's kind of seen as a secret. And because it is that kind of subtle messaging, really, that, you know, we are backing you. We, we, we support you. Then I think the United States are quite happy for these things to be quite publicized as well. And from, from the Taiwan side, it's obviously very important because any country that shows support to them is crucial. As I said, there's only about 12 or 13 countries left that have formal diplomatic relations. So they haven't got that many friends on the world stage officially, but any kind of visit they can take. They had Liz Truss, the former UK prime minister. She went there earlier this year, and they made a big deal of that because they want to publicize the fact that people are recognizing Taiwan, Mm. people are engaging with them, and people are standing up to Beijing alongside them.
0: All right. Adam Hancock there in Singapore. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. And that is a program for now. For more, download the Ticket News app or head to TicketNews.co. I'm Aaron Young. See you right after this.